Hi, you're listening to Sensationalist Science, a podcast about science, the media, and the truth behind those astonishing headlines you've read. I'm your host, Gid MK, aka The Health Nerd, and for this episode, I'll be talking about our love-hate relationship with pesky devices and how headlines are driving me crazy. Screens may have become ubiquitous in almost every aspect of our lives, but according to recent headlines, they are not just a great way to watch cat videos while having a poo. Media sources have recently been screaming that more screen time may make kids better equipped to face the modern reality we live in, but it also gives them ADHD, or Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Some of the headlines were truly remarkable. Not the good kind of remarkable, obviously, more like the kind of remarkable that has you muttering, what are they thinking, under your breath, or leaving angry comments under a video on Facebook. One of these, researchers find more screen time leads to more behavioural problems in children, is a prime example from CBS, or children who spend more than two hours a day on smartphones seven times more likely to develop ADHD, from The Telegraph, or from CNN, stop letting your kids stare at iPads in restaurants, science says. I'm here to tell you that science says nothing of the sort. If you read the news, the message seems clear. Those screens we all love are giving your child ADHD. This is a very bad thing, and so we should all burn technology in a great cleansing fire. Now, as someone who's been diagnosed with ADHD, among other mental health issues, this did come as something of a surprise. As I said before, we love to demonize screens. Technology is terrifying, after all. But taking a step back, it seems a little unlikely that something as diverse as screen time could cause a psychological disorder, particularly ADHD. Think about it for a second. Screen time can mean pretty much anything these days. Kids could be socialising, doing homework, exploring the world, or just having fun, and while we love to be afraid of tech, it's a bit weird to think that just being in front of a screen, no matter what it's being used for, could cause symptoms like hyperactivity and attention deficit. So, as ever, I dug out my science gear and went on a science hunt for the study that these headlines were discussing. Perhaps unsurprisingly, it seems that the headlines may have been a tad misleading. And by that I mean, of course, totally incorrect. Wrong. So off point that I'm not even sure what they were aiming for. The study itself was a prospective cohort looking at Canadian children from birth to five years of age called Screen Time is Associated with Inattention Problems in Preschoolers, results from the Child Birth Cohort Study. The researchers looked at the amount of screen time that children were getting at the age of three, and then compared the groups getting more or less screen time on measures of attention deficit and psychological dysfunction. In particular, they looked at externalizing and internalizing behaviors that can be associated with ADHD. They found that more screen time was associated with more externalizing behavior, and that children who spent two or more hours in front of a screen each day were more likely to have diagnosed ADHD at the age of five than those who spent 30 minutes or less. They were also more likely to have symptom scores consistent with ADHD at at a similar age. And cue the terrifying media madness. The thing is, 
and it's a very important thing, this study did not look at whether screen time caused ADHD. That's not what the study found, nor what the scientists said. All we know from this study is that ADHD is associated with screen time. Now, to properly explain this, I'm going to have to talk about causal associations and confounding factors. That may sound complex, but trust me, it's pretty easy. Basically, it's hard to know whether one thing causes another. If we really want to answer that question scientifically, the question of whether one thing causes another, we have to do what's known as a randomized controlled trial, which removes the external influences on our study and allows us to test whether one thing causes another in a rigorous fashion. If you've tested it in an RCT, a randomized controlled trial, you can be fairly sure, as, as long as it was done well, that the relationship you found is X causing Y. But that's not always possible. In this case, you can't really randomize children to receive various amounts of screen time, and it's not really ethical to run that study. So we conduct uncontrolled studies like this one. The problem is that once you lose the framework of a randomized trial, you lose the easy way of establishing that X causes Y, or in this case, that screen time causes ADHD. And this is where those confounded confounders come in. Confounders are the things that may be getting in the way of knowing whether X causes Y. For example, maybe being wealthy makes it more likely that kids have access to screens and more likely that they are diagnosed with ADHD because they get to see a psychologist. Now we have a Z, wealth, that may cause both X and Y, making it hard to know whether the association we saw in the trial, screen time and ADHD, is causal because the Z might be causing both of those things, and the association we see in the trial is just a failure of our study's methodology. There are statistical things we can do to try and control for these confounders and remove their influence on our results. The problem is, we can control for what we know, but not what we don't know or haven't measured. If we don't know that wealth is associated with ADHD and screens, or haven't measured wealth in our study, then we can't control for it in our analyses. In this study, they did control for wealth, kind of, but they didn't control for many things. There were, in the model that they used, only about five very minor controls for confounders. And it's very easy to see that even though there was some control in this study, there are likely causal factors that have influenced the association between ADHD and screen time that mean that it's very hard to draw a conclusion either way about the meaningfulness of these results. It's also possible, and as someone with ADHD, I'd say very likely, that actually what's happened here is that ADHD makes kids more likely to want to spend time in front of screens, which is a phenomenon known as reverse causality. In this case, what's happened is that the researchers have measured an association between ADHD and screen time and concluded that screen time causes ADHD. But reverse causality might mean that actually ADHD is causing more screen time. So when you start to measure screen time, the ADHD is already causing um, that to increase. And you can't really tell with this type of study design if that's the case or not. 
The only thing that we can say for sure is that, based on this research, there's no way to know if ADHD is caused by screen time. There was also another big issue with the headlines. Remember that scary number from the start? Screens make kids seven times more likely to have ADHD. This is because, in the statistical model, Children who spent two or more hours a day with screens had an odds ratio of seven for a clinically significant increase in ADHD symptoms. Now that's not exactly seven times more likely because we're talking about odds ratios here rather than relative risks, but leaving that aside, it's also worth noting that the seven times figure is very misleading. The number of children in the study with this increase in ADHD symptoms was very small, 24 in over 2,000, or about 1%. So while the odds ratio of this increase was 7.7, .7, the absolute increased risk was closer to 0.6%. To put it another way, of the kids who had very little screen time, about two in 1,000 developed ADHD after two years. For kids with two plus hours a day of screen time, about 14 in 1,000 developed ADHD. So that's an increase of about 12 children per thousand overall. Much less scary than a seven times increased risk, isn't it? The headlines were wrong. This study didn't show that screens cause ADHD at all. It definitely didn't show that a few hours of screen time a day was enough to cause a seven times increased risk of ADHD. Ultimately, it's probably worth remembering that screens aren't evil in and of themselves. They may not all be all good, but they are certainly a part of modern life. And while kids are using them more and more, this is perhaps not a bad thing, and we should stop being quite so scared about the results. If you see headlines like this, it's always worth being cautious. Check the story, check the study, which as usual is in the show notes, and have a think about what it might all actually mean. This has been your dose of sensationalist science and media madness. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can find it on SoundCloud at SensiPod or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, GidMK, and you can find me on Twitter at GidMK or Medium at GidMK or Facebook at GidMKHealthNerd. Have a great week, and remember, if it sounds unlikely, it's good to be skeptical.